Go again, brain so mm. episode six. What <laughs> man, putting them away, loving it. We've got a special one for you today, too. Today, we're celebrating Andy Irons. <sighs> July 24th would be Andy's birthday. If you were still with us, you'd be turning 45. So heavy, mm. it's true what they say, though. That flame that burns twice as bright burns half as long. Andy achieved so much, he was a magnetic character. That had so many fans, so I'm expecting people will be pretty clued in on his life and his achievements and probably will score pretty well today. Mm. The big bro Vaughan is with me once again. You're yeah, going to uh, play along, play the art Garfungle to my Paul Simon. <laughs> we'll harmonise on some anecdotes along the way. Oh dear. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I was Paul, but you know, <laughs> being tall and bald, <laughs> not much chance of that happening. You got the voice though, mate. Yeah, true. You guys know the format. 20 questions to test that head full of surf soup up there in your skull. Battle your family, your friends, or just a stranger in the street. You decide what you're playing for, and you keep score. Compete like Andy. Go out these questions hard and fast, but love like Andy. And make sure you give each other a big, long hug after the uh, the quiz, because life's precious. It is. All the best. Let's do it. Question one. What was Andy's full name? thing in the world. Philip Andrew Irons. Phil. Which is his dad's name. That's right. Question two. What Hawaiian island did Andy grow up on? This is the coolest thing in the world. Kauai. That's right. Just around the corner from Bette Midler's house, Ron. In <laughs> a classic little shack, a little humpy. Mm. And uh, yeah, he and Bruce, I, I think, Shared a, a tiny bedroom well into their teens. And uh, the place was basically held together by surf stickers and posters. Yeah, they actually um, had pods. They, their rooms weren't connected to the house. They were kind of like these little uh, caravans. And, uh, yeah, uh, I've seen photos of their bedrooms when they were groms. And it's just stacks of VHS, like, you know, stacks of movies, one little TV, a bed that looks like it's just totally covered in sand and has never been made and... uh you know, surf photos everywhere. And funnily enough, quite a few Kelly Slater photos on the wall of Andy's room. Question three. What surf break on Kauai did Andy learn to surf when he was just eight years old? This is the coolest thing in the world. Pine trees. Question four. True or false? Mm. In 1998, Andy failed to re-qualify in his rookie season on the championship tour. True. Mm. Yeah, all that hype. He was dubbed the, the next Kelly Slater. Uh, that title's been thrown around a whole bunch. But, uh, you know, for, for good reason. There was a lot of hype around Andy. But, uh, yeah, I think he kind of just had too much fun that rookie year. Yeah, possibly. Interesting, though, the, the most memorable wave that Andy got that year was a wipeout. Oh, of course. I was on the beach. I was on the beach that day, dog. Uh, it was a heat against Munger Barry. He got, a, he got an interference and he just paddled back out 
and you could just tell he was going. Anything <laughs> that came in, it was like bombing pipe, huge, yeah, terrifying. Massive. You know, second reef roll throughs with, and when it does that, the ones that miss the second reef just load up onto the first reef. And uh, Andy just spun, went this thing, got caught in the lip, jumped off, got sucked back up into the face, and over the falls he went. You saw his silhouette go over, and his board just exploded. Like I don't know what was going on with him underwater, but his board was in four pieces. The nose snapped off, the tail snapped off, and the middle section snapped down the stringer. So it was just hectic. Uh, wow, one of the crazy moments that I was ever played. Witness to. Yeah. Uh, Andy, you know, oh, he's just so cool. You just came in, grabbed another board, threw shuckers at the beach. Yeah. Had a smile on his face. Just claimed it. Yeah, fully claimed it. Just as a, a little side note to that story, you know, the next Andy Irons had a similar trajectory, didn't he? Like uh, Ethan Ewing, everyone said he styles like Andy, his top turns like Andy, gets onto a, doesn't make an impact, falls off, comes back, and looks every bit of world champ. Yeah. So, question five: How many world tour events did Andy win? This is the coolest thing in the world. I can tell you, he's number five on the most winning list. Twenty CT victories. You know, he won all the the events that count. Yeah, that really count. Yeah, what do you what do you consider the events that count? I've got pipe. J-Bay, Bells, and Chopes, and Cloudbreak probably. Yeah. the big five. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're the ones that count. You nailed it. But, uh, yeah, fifth most winning surfer. Uh, Fanning ended up overtaking him. Uh, 22 CT victories for Mick. Tom Carroll, 26. Curran, of course, famously had that record for a long time, 33 victories. But uh, the GOAT, Kelly Slater, 56. <laughs> wow. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Question six. In 2006, Andy got spat out of the barrel while competing in Tahiti and delivered a memorable claim, pumping an imaginary shotgun and firing multiple rounds into his opponent. (laughs) Who were those shots directed at? This is the coolest thing in the world. Dean Dingo Morrison. Oh, mate. One of the – there isn't a better claim. Nah. You know, there's definitely sort of been big celebrations and uh, some some ridiculous stuff thrown out there over the years, but that was hilarious. That was so funny, and ironically, loses the heat. He got spat out. He lost by a tenth of a point, yeah. uh, but he got spat out, and um, yeah, I think Dino was just wearing the shots. Uh, I think it was bird shot, not buck shot, and uh, <laughs> exactly. Dino just took all those bullets and said, "Mate, you should have seen my one." Yeah, he just had a mad pit before Andy and, uh, yeah, defeated Andy and uh, laughed about it in the channel. Mm -hmm. Question seven. How many world titles did Andy win? This is the coolest thing in the world. Three. And, uh, yeah, it was just uh, three years of dominance. Mm. Pure dominance. He was just on fire. He couldn't be beat. He had a world junior title as well, but 2002... 2003, 2004, um, he, he was just the most feared surfer in any draw mm. at any location. Didn't matter if it was heavy water. Didn't matter if it was small waves. He was just an animal. Yep. Question eight. Who was Andy's first major sponsor? This is the coolest thing in the world. Quicksilver. Mm. 
Yeah, Quicksilver got uh, Bruce and Andy, I think, on the, the team, got them both over to the North Shore competing. Uh, but then Andy had a, a stint with MCD uh, before signing with Billabong. Mm. Question nine. What was the name of the 2005 movie directed by Jack McCoy that featured Andy alongside Dave Rastovich? This is the coolest thing in the world. Blue Horizon. Yeah, it was a great film. Kind of drawing parallels between Rasta's choice to to chase that that free surfing dream and and Andy's competitive aspirations and just how fierce a competitor he was. Andy didn't like it much. No, there was there was rumours at one point that when it came out, it, he locked Jack McCoy in a cupboard over in Hawaii. <laughs> Did that happen? I don't know. I know that it... You heard that rumor. Well, look, I, I know for a fact that Jack uh, was supremely bummed that Andy was so bummed about it. Because, I mean, mm. it, it was pre-GFC. So, like, you know, everyone's getting paid. Big projects are on the cook. Andy's a superstar. Rasta starts sort of, like, showcasing this other side of surfing. So, um, yeah, he just felt like he got made out to be the bad guy in that movie. And um, Jack actually said that they, they did... Uh, what happened? He, he was in Tahiti one year and he swam up next to Andy and Andy was like, yeah, brah, and they, they hugged it out not long before he died. So it was yeah. a, he held on to it for a little bit. Oh, yeah. And, um, for sure. But, you know, to be fair to uh, to Jack, you could put the Dalai Lama in a, a film up against David Rastovich and, <laughs> and the Dalai Lama's going to come out looking like a competitive animal. Yeah, true that. Question 10. Andy starred alongside which two surfers in Taylor Steele's 2007 film Trilogy? Joel Parkinson and Taj Burrow. Question 11. What was the iconic print on Andy's popular signature billabong board shorts? A little clue. He had a quiver of Arakawa surfboards with the same art on the bottom. This is the coolest thing in the world. The rising sun. Uh, Those boardies. You know, Andy made them iconic with a, a stellar winter season mm. uh, he just collected so many covers uh from from that one hawaiian winter uh but you know i think it was uh luke egan's idea to match up the board short prints with the the surfboard sprays yeah uh for the billabong athletes and um yeah andy really made it stick and uh the rising sun is is still part of the andy irons forever clothing collection which helps support uh, his son and the Andy Irons Foundation mm. which is cool See, question 12 in France during the CT event in the year 2000 which straight shooting fair dinkum Aussie ripper punched Irons in the head after they exchanged words post heat this is the coolest thing in the world yeah, it was Mick Campbell and uh, mate classic just a such a no bullshit character yeah, yep, the ginger ninja just let fly. Um, Andy, 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 Andy obviously went, lost the heat. Yeah, Andy lost the heat, went ballistic at him about how bad he surfs. Called him know, a kook. Called him a kook, That yeah. was the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Yep, and uh, Mick let fly in the shower area in front of it like everyone. I guess the lesson is, don't fuck with the ranger. Question 13, a multiple choice for you. What was the name of the film documenting the intense rivalry between Kelly Slater and Andy Irons? Was it A... 
a bat in Parker's nose. Mm. B, a ciggy in your stubby. C, a fly in the champagne. Or D, a cork in the toilet. This is the coolest thing in the world. It was C, oh. a fly in the champagne. Yeah. Is that what you were thinking? I knew that, so... Yes. Yeah, I was thinking it, but I thought a better title would have been a bat in Parco's nose. Question 14. Here's one I know at least three people will get right. In 2003, Andy and Kelly won nine of the 12 events on the schedule. Andy, five. Kelly, four. Which surfers won the other three events? You have a go, Vaughan. Okay. I reckon it's Taj Burrow. Where? In, um... I reckon Taj Burrow won Snapper. Uh, Trestles. Uh, Fuck. Luke Egan won Trestles. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Richie Lovett won Trestles. Ding! Yes! Jake Pato won J-Bay. Uh, oh! 2003. Jake Pato won Sunset. Yes. Yes! One, and of, one, of, the, one of the great... Victory parties I've ever been. Yep. Hectic. Okay. And Taj Burrow is the other one. And he won Brazil. Uh, ah! No, that was like one of the, I think, the only years that uh, TB was injured and missed events. Oh, no. Did his ankle. And, uh, Fuck, I thought it was yeah. so. It's he did turn up in Hawaii, though, to go to Snake's sunset party. Ah, Richie Snake and. He was number one in the world. Oh, he was number one in the world. That means it had to be Snapper. Yeah. And that means it was 2003 Dingo Morrison. Yes. yes. Dean Dingo yes. Morrison on the Gold Coast. Richie Lovett at Trestles <laughs> and Jake the Serpent at Sunset Beach. But, uh, yeah, amazing to think that only three other surfers broke through oh. for victories that year. Five event wins for Andy, stitched up that world title. And, uh, yeah, just broke Kelly's heart. That was the wildest world title year, I yeah. think, in, nah, in the history never been, of the sport. There's, there's been, never been two heavyweights slugging it out on that level ever. Yeah. Never. Yeah. That's just pure domination. That's that's a two-horse race. Yeah. The definition of it. And when you actually look at the schedule and you look at the winners on that year, you, it, you, your brain actually can't really compute it. It's yeah. like... Andy, Kelly, Kelly, Andy, Andy, oh, Kelly. Amazing. Oh, Snake. And then Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's classic. But yeah. What a year. Great year. Aside but, from I, Dingo, Rich, and, and Snake. Really, yeah. the, the rest of the tour could have just stayed at home. Question 15. How many Pipe Masters titles did Andy win? This is the coolest thing in the world. Four. Pipe Masters champ. Uh, in his first couple of world title years, 2002, 2003. Got the consolation prize when he missed the world title in 2005 and another victory in 2006. Mm. Surfing out there, though, Vorno, something to behold. Yeah. I mean, um, those guys grew up with a left that is a kind of a mix between pipe and chopes. So it's just no surprise that they were going to t- completely revolutionise backside tube riding. They had no fear, and they were just the apex predators. They sat on the very tip of the peak. Any wave they wanted was theirs. Good luck. Good luck, everyone else. Question 16. Where was Andy's last CT win? This is the coolest thing in the world. Tahiti. Mm. 
2010, same year he passed away. Uh, he, he had said, though, in an interview prior to, to claiming that victory, all he wanted was one more win, and, um, and he got it. And fitting that it was in Tahiti. wasn't uh, an epic year, pretty small surf, but yeah, it was a, an awesome victory. Question 17. Which Hollywood actor called Irons a Hawaiian whore in the Taj Burrow film Fair Bits? thing in the world ben stiller hmm i love that andy uh smashed a bottle over ben stiller's character's head oh screw you asshole oh, oh man oh. you just got work screw you irons you hawaiian whore question 18 yes or no does andy have more triple crown titles than any other surfer No. Mm. Uh, Sonny has six. Uh, John John Florence has five now. Whoa. I've, oh, the I've digital ones. Digital. Yeah. Don't want to get stuck on that. But uh, Andy had four Triple Crown titles, uh, as did Derek Ho. Um, and Andy's came the same year he won those uh, Pipe Masters titles. 2002, 2003, 2005, and 2006. Mm. Question 19. What was the name of the 2018 movie documenting Andy's life and struggles with bipolar disorder and addiction. This is the coolest thing in the world. Andy Irons, Kiss by God. Um, oh, man, raw film, an emotional film. And uh, it has to be said, you know, Bruce, just he just did such a fantastic job of summing Andy up diving into those those darker stories mm-hmm. uh, about Andy. Yeah, I thought it was pretty amazing. It's a masterpiece. With a lot of surf films, you, you're selling a fantasy. Like, you're selling this dream of, like, either going surfing in a, in a tropical place, scoring good waves, or living this life where you and your buddies are travelling around and there's just not a care in the world. And I don't know, there's just a, a realism to it that's pretty stark compared to most surf stories, be they documentaries or otherwise. So, yeah, it was a masterpiece, dog. Question 20. What is Andy's son's name? This is the coolest thing in the world. Axel. Full name, Andrew Axel Irons. Born December 8th, 2010, the opening day of the Pipe Masters window and just a, a couple of months after Andy had died. And uh, every year he's there at the, the Pipe Masters Prezzo. Um, it's been really cool kind of watching him grow up. He looks so much like his dad. Mm. He's a, a lovely kid, just so well brought up. Uh, Lindy and his widow is just a strong, beautiful person. Mm. And, uh, yeah, Lindy's, Lindy's amazing with the uh, Andy Irons Foundation. You know, recently she's um, started studying psychology because mm. she gets so many people kind of hitting, hitting her up who are going through tough times and, and maybe, you know, have someone in their life that's experiencing hardships and she just wants to be able to navigate those conversations really well. So, mm. you know, I'm pretty uh, inspired by her and, and her strength. It's, uh, it's great to see. But, Vorno, that, that wraps things up. It's yeah. been fun to reflect on, on what was uh, an incredible life and an amazing legacy. Yeah, he's, uh, he's just, you know, going to be one of the all-time magic characters that, that our sport, our culture – whatever you want to call it. Here's this surfer who was passionate, outspoken, 
loving, aggressive, but above it all, just so in tune with whatever the ocean threw at him. Mm. And, um, mate, I just think that, uh, you know, when I reflect on Andy, I do it with a lot of gratitude. I just feel like what a time to have shared uh, with, with a guy like him. Yeah, he, he had that great quote, which I, I think about often when I'm thinking about Andy. It was, uh, you know, treat the cleaner like you treat the king. <laughs> that and, uh, is that sums him up, and uh, he he was definitely like that. He had a lot of time for people. I don't think he ever said no to signing an autograph mm. or getting a photo with a fan. But uh, yeah, Brian Billman put together an amazing photographic tribute to Andy uh, after his passing, and uh, the song has sort of become like the soundtrack to uh, the celebration of Andy Irons. Mm. We're going to play it for you now. Give your dog a pat for me, and we'll see you next week on Brains Out. Thank you.